Hey, what's up, everybody? You are listening to a very, very special Destro show, SummerSlam, and NXT TakeOver Toronto preview build-up extravaganza. That's right. This is the super huge build-up to the biggest... Is it the biggest? Is it the second biggest? I think it's like the second biggest weekend of the WWE year. WrestleMania obviously being the first. Or is it the... Uh, or is it the crown jewel? I can't remember now. Which is the biggest WWE event of the year? Uh, I guess it's sort of just by perspective, you know? It's sort of... Uh, yeah, it's sort of just... Uh, subjective at this point i guess sort of what do you think the biggest uh, event is of the year because it really now they're being so big now all of them i think what they say there's how many matches are we looking at here four eight nine like nine confirmed matches they're saying 14 in total it's going to be a pretty big day here at SummerSlam. you know you couple that in with nxt and it's going to be a pretty heavy weekend of wrestling monday night raw and uh, smackdown are also in toronto this weekend so it's going to be a pretty big time I wish I was going for sure, but, um, you know, we do have All Out coming, so Chicago is right around the corner, so I could not make it to Toronto this time, unfortunately, but we are here in the palatious Destro Studios in the Newbeck Northwest Territories, looking at this beautiful August autumn weather that we're having on August 7th, because summer is so done with here in Inuvik that we're not having any more summer, so... We are waiting to celebrate SummerSlam this weekend here in a pretty big way. We're also showing Avengers Endgame here in Inuvik. So if you're here this weekend, come check it out. It's going to be a good time. So we're going to break down the card here at SummerSlam. We're talking TakeOver here. And uh, it should be a really good one. I'm looking forward to the weekend, as I always am, with my homie Blue. Uh, you know, TAW. We have a lot of stuff going on here uh, in Inuvik. So we're really looking forward to, um, to just enjoying WWE's product here. A lot of people shit on it. A lot of people give it a hard time. But... WWE is consistent in that it's always delivering something, which is a feat in itself. The fact that they're producing weekly TV, house shows, um, more than, like, what is it, three weekly shows? Man, it's crazy. So much content being produced by WWE. It's like this big machine. So, I mean, do people get lost in the mix? For sure. Um, do I wish they handled creative differently? Of course I do. But at the, at the base of it all, though, it's still what we're into. It's still what I love. Okay, so here we go. NXT TakeOver Toronto. As we all know, and many people who follow the program and follow uh, wrestling in general or WWE, they know that uh, NXT TakeOver is usually the big, the big attraction of the weekend. It's the time for the WWE up-and-comers to show their stuff. And uh, a lot of the times, man, they really do. They come up with matches of the night. Um, in five matches, they tell better stories than the the main roster card does in double that. And it's like, it shows you that there's something about this method, this format of concise storytelling, shorter format storytelling, that really pays off in a lot of ways. So it's something that I'm looking forward to with AEW uh, being a weekly show that's shorter, um, <clears throat> is that they won't be overworking everybody and we won't be overexposing people. So that we get, you know, like there's longer time to draw out a story. And I think that's important. But uh, regardless, you know, we're looking at TakeOver. NXT, like I said, is one of my favorite brands. Uh, there's just such energy there. And uh, it's just a good time. So we're looking at Candice LeRae, uh, Io Shirai, singles match. Um, Io Shirai with her, with her new heel turn, her new harder gimmick, um, her angle that she's taking. Um, I, I see her beating Candice LeRae just because... I mean, like, it's, I think she needs it at this point. I think to, to really hammer home that she is 
um, you know, like a bad guy. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she doesn't have to win it, but she will definitely end up on top. That's what I think. Um, going into Shayna Baszler, the champion, and uh, Maya Yim for the uh, singles match for the NXT Women's Championship here. And Shayna Baszler, I think I said this too in the um, in the uh, in Thursday night's program uh, for Cabin Radio. Is I see Shayna Baszler is just this unstoppable champion being just unstoppable <laughs> um, and she's going to keep going until she wants to drop that title until they're ready for her on the main roster but are they though because I've you know like I haven't read anything about her opinions on it but I know that they do have interest in keeping people very long term in NXT and uh, maybe that could be it you know maybe they're just building her up and, and fixing her patching up her weaknesses and getting her ready for it because we've seen what happens when uh, they call people up too soon um, like with Lars and um, it uh, it might just be a pacing thing. Who knows? So Shayna Baszler, I think she will beat Maya Yim. Uh, Maya Yim, I don't see her being a contender right now, but I see her putting a strong match on against Shayna Baszler to get that rub for sure. Um, and what I think is going to be the match of the night, uh, Velveteen Dream defending his uh, North American Championship versus Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. Oh, man. I mean... My love for Pete Dunne has been very much documented throughout this podcast, throughout my program on Cabin Radio, and throughout everywhere else. I love Pete Dunne. I think Pete Dunne is an amazing superstar with a ton of talent. He's got great charisma and just a killer moveset, man. That joint manipulation, he really is next-level stuff. So I hope Pete Dunne takes this North American Championship takeover Toronto. I hope he does it as much of a fan of Dream and Roderick Strong is an amazing dude, too. You know, this could actually be another way for, for Undisputed Era to get more gold. So, I mean, is that what they're going to do? Are they going to do, like, a whole faction with gold thing? Because, I mean, that'd be dope if Undisputed Era ended up with all the gold and came out on Raw or SmackDown and invaded and just said, hey, like, we are the champions here, you know? Because um, New Day right now and the OC obviously factions that are carrying a lot of gold right now too on the main roster so that would be interesting but i honestly think in this triple threat dream done and strong i want pete dunn to win so i mean that's what it is but um do i see him winning i i do i kind of do and that's the fun thing about it is it's SummerSlam weekend it's takeover anything can happen i don't know their plans from there it looks like they're taking him um away from nxt uk so i'm hoping we see more of done on the main roster that'd be amazing or on the NXT main roster, as it were. <laughs> I'd love to see him on main roster, but I'm worried about what they would do with him, honestly, at that point. Um, and then again, championship more, keeping the championship matches going here. Undisputed Era challenging the Street Profits for their NXT Tag Team Championships. And I think the Undisputed Era, again here, this could be their chance. Now, it goes two ways. Either the UE takes it. Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Red Dragon, one of the most dominant tag teams in, in wrestling history, just across the board, ROH, WWE, they, they're just dominant. Do they take it another championship, adding to the gold that's already being piled on to Undisputed Era faction and solidifying themselves you know, as the best tag team? Or is this a way for Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford, to get like over them and to say, hey, we are great wrestlers and we deserve these championships here. Like we're not transitional champions. Let us keep them for another show. It's going to be interesting to see because, Hey, I've got my signed cup from my homie jammers from the street profits, my signed solo cup. I'm a fan. I love the work they do. I mean, man, when they won that ladder match, it was amazing. That was fun. 
and I love their promos. It's just been it's been fun watching them grow. Is this going to be their chance to go over the UE to go over Red Dragon and say, "Hey, we are real. We are here, and this is our time." I don't know. Time will tell. And of course, the main event, match number one, the ch- the championship match, NXT championship match, undisputed era's leader Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, Mister Johnny Wrestling, Mister I put on Johnny headlines, uh, Johnny Champion. Johnny Takeover. This guy's a machine. And this is definitely going to be a big one. It's a two out of three falls match. Uh, Gargano chose a street fight. Adam Cole chose a wrestling match. Straight up wrestling because that's how he won the championship. And the third one's going to be chosen by William Regal if it comes to it. Which I think we all know it's going to come to a third fall. I mean, it's not going to be a 2-0. That'd be really interesting if it did. But I think it's going to be more than a two-fall match for sure. Um, and who's going to win this match? I think Adam Cole is going to keep the championship. I don't think there's any reason to put it back on Johnny Gargano. Um, I love Gargano, but I think it's time for him to stop. I think it's time for him to get into a rivalry that doesn't include the championship. Just for a little while anyways, if he's going to stay in NXT. Uh, we'll see. But I mean, like, who knows? Maybe Undisputed Era loses all their matches. Maybe they lose all the belts so they go up to the main roster. Because I believe they're ready for it. Could totally be ready for it. And, um, you know... I think it's a good. I think it's a good strong case for them to come up to the main roster now because I do think that they're prepared and they're ready. Cole, um, O'Reilly, Fish, and Strong—they're all very, very strong veterans um, of, of Ring of Honor of wrestling, and I think that they're ready. But I'm not Triple H. I'm not the boss maker. So who knows? Anyways, that's Saturday night. That is NXT Takeover. It's going to be huge. I think it's going to steal the show. I think it's going to steal the weekend. Uh, we're going to be watching it here at the Palacious Destro Studios. It's going to be pretty awesome. We always have a fun time uh, watching wrestling here. So I, I imagine we're going to have a good time with that one as well. Now, Sunday. Getting into the meat and potatoes of it. SummerSlam. One of the big four. SummerSlam has been one of the biggest shows of WWE's calendar for as long as they've been making shows. From when there was the big four. The original four pay-per-views. WrestleMania. Sorry, let's start at the beginning of the calendar. Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. Back when we were growing up as kids, those would be the shows. Those were the ones that drew the money. Those were the actual pay-per-views. And, um, man, that was that was storytelling at its best right there, I think. That was, you know, you get a couple of months, build up a feud, and, um, and have the match. I, I was a fan of it. I'm a fan of it, and I still am now. But uh, anyways, regardless, now, of course, every month we have a show, Every month they put on the they roll out the red carpet and they have the big rug and roll. But none is so big as SummerSlam or WrestleMania or the Rumble and even Survivor Series. They're making Survivor Series big now too, which is kind of cool. But I think it's always kind of gone WrestleMania and then SummerSlam and then Rumble and then Survivor Series. So this that makes this like the second biggest show of the year. So that's a pretty big one. I mean, like, you know, I broke down the show. I broke down the card on the Destro show um, for Cabin Radio this week. And I'll do it again really quickly here because I think it's going to be a pretty big night. I mean, it's going to be an exhausting night. It's going to be a crazy exhausting night. But, I mean, we're wrestling fans. We're here to weather the storm. I just feel bad for my homies in Toronto who are going to be there live sitting in those chairs. I mean, hey, I love I love traveling for wrestling. Don't get me wrong. But um, I spend a lot of money to be at WrestleMania to sit in the pretty not good spot watching WrestleMania on two screens from angles that weren't too good. My neck kind of hurts just thinking about it. But anyways, regardless, let's get back into SummerSlam here. Let's talk about some of the rumored matches first that haven't been confirmed yet. 
And we're talking Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. There's going to be something happening there with Eric Rowan, with things happening on SmackDown. So we'll see where that all ends. We got Drew McIntyre, Cedric Alexander. Ugh. Excuse me, that is a big yawn. It is tiring here in the Destro Studios. Lots going on. We are talking Drew McIntyre, Cedric Alexander, and Iconics versus Kabuki Warriors versus Rose and Deville versus Bliss and Cross in a fatal four-way for the Women's Tag Team Championship. Those three matches would be pretty crazy. But what we're going to do right now is we're going to break down the ones that have been confirmed. I am starting with The Fiend. I don't know. There's something, obviously something. There's a lot going on about Bray Wyatt and his new incarnation that just makes me go wild here for him. I think it's awesome. I can't wait to see The Fiend uh, take on the demon. And obviously, I think we all know what's going on. Or maybe we don't all know what's going on, but it's been reported anyways that Finn Balor has asked for some time off. He wants two months off just to recharge and come back strong. Um, and I think they gave that to him. So I think this is going to be his little farewell for a bit. So we're going to see Bray Wyatt as the Fiend definitely go over Finn Balor. Um, and I think Finn could come back as the Demon. You know, when this is all said and done, I think the Demon's going to come back. And if they play it right while in his absence, Bray Wyatt can really do some damage as the Fiend. And the, the Demon comes back here in you know, Survivor Series and just whips his ass. That'd be great. So I think that's going to be a pretty good one. Uh, Trish Stratus coming back for a match against Charlotte Flair for the uh, for the SmackDown Championship. And uh, it's like, did she even wrestle on SmackDown? Hmm. I don't know. Is she going to be able to do it? Does she sell? For sure she sells. So she's got a place on the card. But uh, speaking of sells, speaking of legends, speaking of, of that, that era, Dolph Ziggler, Bill Goldberg. I don't know, man. Like, Goldberg... Really needs to show something for his last efforts there with Undertaker because that was something, I don't know, that was something bad. I mean, Goldberg, stop hitting your head on doors and, uh, I don't know, man, just take the criticism well because, brother, man, you got to play your strengths and what you've been doing is not strong. So I hope that Dolph and Bill have a great match this weekend. I know they're going to put it on and do their best, but it's like, Whew. At least he's with Ziggler because Ziggler can make him look strong. Ziggler makes anybody look good, so I'm hoping that they really pull that one together. Um, who do I see winning it? I see Goldberg shutting him up. I see Ziggler taking the L here, making Goldberg look very strong uh, with a very long jackhammer that's going to just like just float on forever. So that's my call, I hope. Uh, AJ Styles versus Ricochet for the U.S. Championship. I like what they've been doing with the club. I hope they keep the belt on AJ Ricochet has been doing amazing, but right now with the OC, I think they keep the strength going with that. Um, right now, this, the gold looks good on them, so let's keep it on AJ Styles. Nothing to change there. Should be a really good match, though, honestly, and if they play it right, it could be match of the night easily. McMahon versus Owens. If Owens loses, he quits WWE. How many times have they told this story before? How many times have we seen a stunner on McMahon's? But uh, it works. You know, it sells. People love nostalgia, and there's nothing more nostalgic than a Stone Cold Stunner. So, Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon, they're going to be fighting. I don't want to see Shane on TV anymore, but it's better than having Shane McMahon in the WWE picture, really. So, in the title picture, I mean. So, let's keep him fighting Kevin Owens. I don't see Kevin Owens losing because he quits WWE if he does. It's not going to happen. I think they're going to keep him around, especially with how hot he's been lately. So, let's go back into it here. Bailey, Ember Moon for the championship here. Uh, oh, right. So, sorry. Yeah, so Charlotte Flair... Versus Trish is not for the championship because, of course, Bailey is the champion. Uh, forgot about that, of course, because has it been a very memorable run? I don't know. You know, Bailey um, getting her Macho Man moment here as the champion. Will I see Ember Moon taking her down? 
No, I think Ember's really good, but at this point, are they going to pull the trigger on Ember Moon ever here? She was a great NXT champion, but, I mean, they can't just keep flopping these opportunities around because it's going to be on the record books now. It's going to be it's going to count as an L if Ember Moon loses. It's going to count as another title opportunity missed. How many more will she have? Who knows? Becky Lynch versus Natalia, submission match for the Raw Women's Championship. Natalia, home court advantage here. They're making it very much about Canada. She's real, she's rallying Canada behind her, and she has a lot of support for sure. Will they take the belt off Becky Lynch at this point? I think they could. I mean, Becky Lynch doesn't need the title. Becky Lynch doesn't need to be two belts Becky or even one belt Becky. Becky Lynch is still white hot without being champion. Natalia as champion would be great. I would love to see Natalia as champion again. Oh, man. Let's let's give her the Raw Women's Championship. Let's let, 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 let that happen. But speaking of letting that happen, huh, let's keep the championship away from Randy Orton. Let Kofi Kingston roll with this a bit longer. We've seen Randy as champion before. It's been beaten to death. Nobody wants to see Randy Orton as WWE champion anymore. And if you do, eh, yeah, eh. that's all I'm saying to that one. Kofi Kingston, how do I feel about Kofi Kingston being champion? Um, He's super charismatic. He's super athletic. Uh, I'd love to see it on Kevin Owens. So we'll see. Hopefully by the end of the year, we see it on Kevin Owens, maybe even by WrestleMania. But it it depends on how Kofi runs as champ because right now it's going pretty good. So time will tell. Time will certainly tell. But in the main event, uh, some people will dispute that, but I think it is sort of the main event again. The Universal Championship, Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. Seth, of course, losing the championship to Brock Lesnar after Brock cashed in successfully. And, um, I mean, what else can be said about this? We've seen this so many times now. What else are they going to do? I I think putting the, the briefcase on Brock was a bad, bad idea, but I'm a fan of Brock's. I think putting the title on Brock again was a bad idea, but I'm a fan of Brock's. So I'm really in the middle here. Is Seth Rollins the one to beat him again? Can he beat him clean and put him away for good? Hopefully that's what we see. And it's sort of done because then there's like no more briefcase holders. So there can't be like a a cash in like that win. And we just see Rollins with the championship for a while longer because Rollins with the belt every week was great. Brock with the belt once in a while on TV is not so good. So I really hope we pull through with Rollins this weekend as much as I don't want to see Rollins go over Lesnar. Yeah, I think it's for better. It's better for business. So I want to see, um, I think we're going to see a new title change here, Universal Championship. Rollins is going to take the belt. I mean, on the whole, though, like I said, SummerSlam, it's going to be a pretty big night. It's going to be a pretty busy night, Sunday night, um, given the fact that NXT is the night before. NXT usually does outshadow Smack or the WWE main roster shows like SummerSlam. So we'll see. But... I'm optimistic that we're going to have a really good weekend regardless. So really, that's what it's about, right? Is having a good weekend with the bros, having some beers, having some wings, having some nachos, overeating like a motherfucker, and then regretting it all week later. So here we go, guys. It's the big one. I'm Destro here. Thank you for listening to my preview of SummerSlam NXT. It's a big weekend for WWE. It's a big weekend for us all. You guys have a good one out there, and we'll talk to you soon.